dance with Denise Oshapanda and Tony Dino. Whoa! Gata, gata, maraganana, chala, chala, nunca nunca nana. Damn it! Get me a phone! I can't believe I'm about to do this. Now would probably be a good time to look for other employment options. Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, episode seven. Can you believe it? Lucky number seven of Firing Blanks with myself, Tony Vino, and myself, Deliso Chaponda. In this one, we're deliberately staying away from Valentine's Day. We're bringing this one out late. This one is about the most romantic people in history and the most, the most romantic people we've ever met. We've ever met, yes. And I, I, I almost have got to add that I do not think that this is a compliment we are paying these people. <laughs> this is harsh criticism yeah. Yeah. that these people have been so romantic. Yeah, and, and making... Us guys look... Look terrible. Look <laughs> like, terrible. Look like Laxy David on the love front. But to be fair, that, now the interesting thing is romance, okay? Yes. Getting like a, a definition of it because there's a great... Like one of my favourite quotes, right, is this one. Have you heard that one from... Cap, did you watch Captain Corelli Mandolin? And it's a great... There's, there's a guy in it and, and um, this is a great quote for, uh, for romance. He says, Love is a temporary madness. It erupts like volcanoes and then subsides. And when it subsides... That's when you have to make a decision. And th- there is something I think is interesting I about... think he's talking about lust. Well, that's the thing, right? Lust and, and what we sometimes subscribe as romance is actually, you know, our physical response. Like, we want to kind of make a gesture to our, like, basically physical lustful attraction. You know? But also... At, at its early stage. Also, but, I don't think romance is love. No, it's, I think it's you weird. have love, yeah, and then romance is is this thing you put on top of it to woo or create uh, a, a a certain feeling. You've hit for me. You've hit the nail on the head. Like for me, like true romance is something that goes throughout throughout a relationship. But we we often associate it right at the beginning, which is more about trying to get your you know and um, capture your partner or woo her. But there's actually it's it's when when it doesn't just come out of that chasing uh, mentality, but actually is in just a natural part of, of love. Now, that, no, but that, I think that would say is true. But I also think it's showing people you appreciate them. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't have to be wooing them. It can be showing them how much you care about them, even 10 years on. Totally. But well, it's not the same as the caring. It's yeah. the show. Well, get this, right? I was chatting to... Um, your friend of mine, Duncan Logan, is a is a is a psychiatrist. Yes, indeed. and he said the physiologically right uh, attraction lasts eighteen months. Right. So, so this tr- is very good to know. So I should keep all my relationships <laughs> to exactly eight seventeen months. Yeah, <laughs> seventeen <laughs> months, and Listen. then just tell them, you know, we've got we've got one month to go. Adios. I, I don't believe this is true. Well, he said physiologically there's this, like, the infatuated um, physical attraction. They've done studies, but, like, obviously, attraction, you know, I mean... Years How, how, you, how are you going to have sex? How are you Multiple like, years know? later. Yeah. But, also, I'm still attracted to people I was attracted to 20 years ago. Hey, don't shoot the messenger, but it's for long-term partners... There's the, the initial physical infatuation last eight months. I've never months. had a long-term partner. Well, not? I've had five, six years. But I was still attracted to them six years in. Do you, do you think they weren't that? attracted to me. 
maybe you got her 18 months and yours. Exactly. You made 38, 36 months, man. Um, yeah, no, that is that is interesting. So, so go on, Delisa. Who's the most romantic person you've ever met? The most romantic person I've ever met actually was one of my ex-girlfriends. Uh, her name was Jennifer. Uh, she was like my first, not my first serious relationship, but my first adult relationship. Because yeah. I had sort of, you know, amorous high school relationship. But yeah. this was at university. This was in Canada. And I met her. And she was legitimately romantic in that she would... She would do elaborate things. Wow. Like, for example, like, for my birthday, yeah. she figured out that I was always going to guess what she... Because she, I always used to guess what plans she had made. Yeah. So what she did was she planted all sorts of red herrings. Yeah. Like, all sorts of red herrings with um, our mutual friends told me things like, oh, make sure that you, you carry an... Uh, a swimming costume. Oh my goodness! All kinds of nonsense. So you're going to then that, yeah. on the day blindfolded me, put me into a car, which could sound like a kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> and then dro- it's amazing how disoriented you are. And then when when we emerged, we were at Cirque du Soleil. Well, that's beautiful. You should watch Taken. Apparently, what you're meant to do is like uh, <laughs> count one, two, three, four, left, and then you can retrace your steps. Then I can retrace if you think steps. she might be I... um, a Polish um, kind of like vigilante that's kind of kidnapping. Exactly. So, wow, no, Cirque du Soleil, that's amazing. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. And it was also things like that. She was very much um, somebody who was all about reaffirming the, the way that you feel. You know what I mean? Like little yeah. adventures and little romantic things and... Also, like, I'd always been very cynical, so I never was one to say really romantic things, but she was so effusive that actually I had to, yeah, I had to meet her halfway. I had to, <laughs> you know, I had to start trying to be a bit less closed in. Yeah, I mean, if she's like, you know, blindfolded, you take it to saying, I love you more than life itself, and, and you know, you're going, you know, I, yeah, I do th- think you're fun to be with you've got to meet them so much exactly (laughs) just not at the same the same level and um but i mean she was romantic in things like the the movies which she liked to watch she liked to watch things which were you know it was all romantic comedies or romantic she just everything all the books she loved to read were really romantic i mean also harry potter and probably the music as well she probably exactly oh she loved salsa dancing like just everything that she loved was all romance and sensuality and, wow. and it was a very interesting thing because again I'm not a psychologist or anything like that but she'd had a you know similar to me like a not not the best um, uh, childhood ever and I remember I know how I always go into like fantasy you know yeah. I love fantasy but like you know books about trolls and goblins and dragons and she um, her similar escape was you know uh, worlds of perfect romance and perfect love and Wow. And then she tried to... She she wasn't someone who just let it stay on the page. She tried to bring it to her life. It's an interesting one. So she sounded like, like you know, um, as well, like grand... She made kind of grand gestures and, and little gestures. There's, there's that whole thing with love languages as well. You know, like yeah. you've got the five love languages. Love languages. Um, physical affection, words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, and acts of service. And so yes. for her, it was yeah. very much like... Was she... Was she to be fair, she sounds like she had all five. Yeah, yeah she had all five. She was an no, she she was was like, overachiever. It was like Jesus. But, <laughs> but like, um, but kind of like gifts and words were kind of big for her, you know, like gestures and words. Yeah. And, and, and that's an interesting one thing, because I'd say I'm 
romantic, but my my languages are like physical and words. So like, but whereas whereas my my Claire, my my missus, like hers aren't those languages. So I can tell her how much I love her, but she's like for hers, it's like it's quality time and it's like and it's it's accessible. So if and if I've not if I've just kind of waltzed in and gone, I love you. Let's get naked. It, like, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. work. You like, need to have. You need to have done the dishes. Honestly, literally, foreplay in my house is me doing the hoovering. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let know she's loved. Gotta you know prepare right, the camp, get right, the right. and ready. Oh, it sounds exhausting. Oh, it's exhausting. It's great, but you know, but that because that's the interesting thing is that sometimes like you can actually find someone that is romantic in one sense can be overwhelming yes. for some people that doesn't speak the same language. You know, yes. that craggy, and you know, for you. Did you feel yourself getting wooed and... No, and... not even that, but it, it did make me do equal things. So then for, for her birthdays, right. I would make elaborate gifts and I would do things like that yeah. because, uh, you know, she'd sort of set the bar and it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I kind of enjoyed doing that. Totally. You were never going to just, uh, you know, get her a two tickets for the movie. No, you can't. Take you can't. You can't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But the interesting how... thing is she had a bigger budget than I did. So I had to make my stuff. Pity you're not with her now, now that you're on your national <laughs> tour, man. You just fly her off to... It's a, it's a um, shame, but things fall apart. <laughs> so, um, but in history, I would say most romantic person, who I blame for a lot of what we're discussing right uh-huh. now, it has to be William Shakespeare. Oh, man, yeah. It has he, to. Because it's, it's unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, like, I was looking through his, his sonnets and his verses. Yeah. Some of this, we can't live up to this. <laughs> Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. Oh my to God. the edge of doom. That's Percy Sledge. When a man loves a woman, this is unacceptable. I can tell me, maybe I love you until you know the 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 rocks, until yeah. the, you know, until <laughs> the <laughs> sharp rocks. <laughs> Till this works and the mortgage is paid off. Yes, you know? <laughs> exactly. But when I'm on the edge of doom, wow. I am pushing you over the edge and I am walking <laughs> off. And, and just all of it, it's very beautiful to wow. read, but it's just like, doubt thou the, st- the, the idea that there's no doubt in love. You know, doubt truth to be a liar, but never drought I love. But oh. to me, suspicion... It's such a part of all my <laughs> I do not understand how this can happen. How can you have love without suspicion? A little bit of that. Yeah. You want to keep them on the toes, man. <laughs> and the, it's also just like the stories which he told. I mean, I'm yeah. talking about romantic comedies. You know that most romantic comedies, the yeah. plots go back to Shakespeare. It's all Shakespeare. It's all Shakespeare. It? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you archetype. watch When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Right? And then you go back and you watch Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, and you see the gross. relationship of Beatrice. It's the same it's the relationship. Same one. Tame of the right? Shrew. Exactly. The... If you go to like Romeo and Juliet, yeah. then you go to the notebook. You know what I mean? There's there's oh like my goodness. Yeah. A lot of these um these tropies existed. These yeah. uh ways of telling love stories. Yeah. But he knocked them out of the park totally. and made dramatists do them from then on, which has made movies do it from then on. Oh and now it, it's everywhere. It's like, it's too like bludgeoning us yeah. over the head again and again. And it's just... Well, it's, it, it makes you feel inferior, doesn't yes. it? Like, like I watched <laughs> The Notebook with Claire... And and I just I just like halfway through it, I was just like well I give up I can't even the guy was so utterly devoted to his to his to his wife and 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 she had the the, the whole premise is she's got 
uh, like Alzheimer's, she, f- she forgets their relationship and he reads the, the notebook and, the, and this love romance and it's their romance and then every so long she gets a moment of recognition and he goes through all this pain just for a moment of, of connection, recognition that goes back to his timeless love and I'm like, and I'm, I'm sat there in my pyjamas and we're looking at each other and, and I'm like, well, can you go make the tea? No, you make it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, oh man. And you know what's the just... even more absurd thing is that so Shakespeare writes all these romantic plays, all these romantic books, allegedly didn't even like his wife. Look at that man. He's talking about this dark, mysterious lady. It's man. all about a mistress. Chucks, man. Exactly. Exactly. What a fraud. We've we've <laughs> you've heard it here today. Shakespeare with a total fraud. Discount anything he wrote. <laughs> so um so for me. I've been thinking this too. I was going like, who is the most romantic person? I mean, I've met so many romantic people. I mean, every I would say I've got a, a, a strike of the romance yes. to me. Like yes. you've heard my Like when I was, you know, particularly, you know, when I when I was wooing uh, Claire, my wife. I remember, um, I um, I got these key. Like we went out to a gig. Um, a, um, out in um, Leeds at the time, and uh, and and I got these keys to this really old. Uh, Gothic church right in the centre, which was opposite the gig. Yes. And then, and I took her up through the bell tower, and there was like, um, before I put a couple of glasses of wine, some cheese, and we and we sort of sat on this wall, like it's like some kind of Gothic novel overlooking the city with these gargoyles around us. And, oh, this is absolutely beautiful. So, but we've got a good friend, Matteo. He's Italian. Now, interesting. You know where the word ro- romance means. Uh, to come from Rome. Oh, okay. It's it's, okay. A, it's, it's, it's my, twice. He's got it. He's from he's from Rome, and he's he's Italian. He's got Matteo, and just that kind of he's got the almost the archetypal Italian kind of um, pained romantic. You know, he'd just regale me to to you know hours into the morning because he, he was a lodger for uh, for a year just of all the, the 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 loves and the losses and just and it, and it was that kind of like it was just for me it was a, a classic romantic book. I would say the most romantic person, which is part of my uh, original thesis on this, is that true romance, I would say, is not just layered upon a relationship, but actually uh, uh, kicks in uh, and and, and increases uh, the deeper you go. Because if it's an expression of love, right, and, and 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 a way of letting your partner know that they are valued, cared, attracted and wanted, right... You know, there are times actually that is a more pure expression when things are harder in a relationship. And I've got a friend, Richard, right, and his um, his wife. Uh, so they've been married fifteen years, right? More, no, no more now. It's probably seventeen years. And and they met at uni, and you know, great romance. And they, they did theatre together. They're working on theatre pr- productions. And then she got really ill, right? And she now and now she got a degenerative condition where she ended up in a a wheelchair and you know he's housebound and he's become her full time carer and and still within that he's able just to let her know she's not a bit you know it's not that she's but he he gladly without even a it's almost like unquestioned just just an outpouring of love and, 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 and cares for her, loves her, they spend great time together, and they're still an amazing couple. And, they, you know, they went to a friend's wedding, and it was out in, where was it? It was in France, and, they, and just to get her there was a monumental effort. But right. he did it, you know, and he did it, and I was just going, that, that is the most romantic thing. That is thing. massively romantic. It's so romantic. I would never do it. <laughs> I would never do it. I can admire it from afar and say, you wonderful human being, yeah. but I will oh. jump ship. I'll come up with some excuse. You'd be calling her mum. 
Your turn. You're, you're Your up. Turn, <laughs> but that's it. Because I told you this story before. But it is a, 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 a comedian friend of ours, Sean. Did, I told him the story, and and because he said he'd been talking to his wife, and they watched this um, documentary where people, you know, were you know, a man became a carer of his wife, and his and his wife went. Well, you do that for me, and he goes. Listen, for us, for this to work, you'd have to be able to walk minimum. Right? Exactly. It's just exactly. like, how harsh was that? No, but really? I think that is romantic. I think it's romantic. I, I, my biggest problem with romance mm. is all the lying. Oh man! Right? Yeah. Because you see, I think it is a romantic thing to if you you know somebody loves something. Yeah. Right, and you go out of your way, you get it for them, and you know the gesture is, I care for you so much. That's a romantic thing. But saying that I will love you forever is not. Because you might not. You probably won't. It's a lie. Or saying that, oh, I don't think I could continue if you were here. That's not romantic. That's nonsense. That, well, that's the interesting thing because that's like that's kind of needy. That's like that's not. That's yeah, like, you're hey, needy. Come on. You're you got to be complete in order to be able to love me rather than exactly. Your crush. And I think there's a lot of things that are called romance, which I think are I, either they just believe it in the moment, or they don't even believe it. Yeah. They're just trying to say you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. Look at all the beautiful people on the yeah. planet, all the magazines, all the... Yeah. And, and you, yeah. your That's taste so is so low totally. that this mediocre lady who you met in <laughs> Stockport is the most beautiful in yeah, the yeah. world? Yeah, you're going... So, you, you know, you are... So you're most... dating Rihanna, maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> that's, that's objectively verifiable. <laughs> but, you, you know, normally you just say, you are the most beautiful woman within my capability. Yes. <laughs> I think that's romantic. That's yeah. romantic. Okay. Or within this room. Yeah. Or, hey, you're, babes. You're knocking it out know, of the park. You're looking good for your age. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just something like that. But something like, like that. You know, Sabrina, come on. Yeah. And I want to be with you for the rest of my life. No. No, that's not romantic. But... I want to be with you until you stop being fun. I, can, I, can, I think I can no, do no. that. I would say, you know, not. I might not. I'm going to be with you for the rest of your life because, I, you know, basically, I'm going to uh, kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we've got a mortgage, you know. <laughs> no, I, I think, yeah, I think it is. I, not that I'm, I, you know, I want to, I want to be with you for the for the rest of my life. It's like I'm gonna stay with you for the rest of life. Let's, I'm gonna give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Give it a I shot. I think that's it. I actually think there should be, uh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. And I actually don't like the idea that marriages are forever. I actually think it should be like a recurring thing. Oh, like a, like a tenancy agreement. Yeah, you, know, like you have agreement. a break clause. So and I actually then you kind of feel renew. like every three years. You and the partner should sit together and say, do you think we really need to be doing this? And then you can renegotiate terms. Renegotiate terms. (laughs) And I think you'd appreciate it more if it wasn't just something you take for granted. That's beautiful. you okay. have to earn it. I'm really earn yeah, it. Like, I'm willing to go another five years, but you got to go blonde. You know? yes. <laughs> Beautiful. So for me, the, the most romantic um, person history, history I, I, I love the fact you put Shakespeare there, but that for me, that whole thing about romance it is uh, it, it, it's deeper when it's an expression of enduring love. And for me, 
like the ultimate bit is is it the moment of death as well? Oh, and no. mate, mate, Shah Jahan, do you know who he is? No, right? I do not He's know. He's the guy that built the Taj Mahal, right? Oh, the Taj Mahal, I see. one of the wonders world. I've been there. It is unbelievable. It blew my breath away, and it was all dedicated because to his um, wife Muntaz because she died in. Childhood for their fourteenth child. Okay, right? now I've got a question. Oh. This might be a little bit controversial. Uh oh. But do you think that for the whole time he was building it, it was still thinking about her? Maybe when he he commissioned. Oh yeah, yeah. When he made that original decision. Well, one of the reasons I go maybe not. I mean, he, he married three women after. Three? <laughs> but actually, that's romantic because none of them could live up to her. They, well, apparently that's true. Apparently they didn't. They, they and 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 there's this. And I've got been to see it. And then I've because it's in Agra in um, uh, India, not too far from Delhi. And there's the Red Fort, right, which is not too far away from the Taj Mahal. And it's and there's all sorts of inscriptions. Um, and, he, and he got marble from 14 different countries and basically wow. bankrupted the, the, the Mughal Empire just to build it. But anyway, and, um, and he had all these inscriptions saying how amazing Mumtaz was. But get this, his son, okay, um, ousted him. When he got ill, his son ousted him, right, and, he, and then he got better. But then his son was like, um, there was like a rebellion and his son took over as the, as the, as the emperor and imprisoned him, right? And so the... the, the, the the Taj Mahal was built, and he was imprisoned at the Red Fort, and he basically he had a window that he could look oh. through, and and for the last few years of his life, he he looked and he was he basically stared upon his, the monument, this mausoleum, okay. to his to his eternal love. You know, amazing. I'm so not a fan of romance. <laughs> That's I mean, just torture. Come on, Clinton. Just torture. Clinton cards doesn't even come close no, to that, man. No, no, no. <laughs> wow. Maybe a rock garden you could manage. Or something. I think the most I've done is I've written people a romantic story. Well, that is nice, man. Yeah. That's when yeah. you, you build towers of words, man. Towers of words. But what I usually would do is I would, I'd look at their life and the little details from their life I would thread into the oh, story. Right. As, as though. Because I think that for me it was showing that I've been paying attention and I know what you care about. And I'm also going to put in the effort to shape it into something. Oh, beautiful, funny. Beautiful. Well, well this was our uh, episode on Roma's love. Roma! And, uh, and obviously, I, I dedicate this entire program to my beautiful wife, Claire. So, <laughs> I dedicate it no, to... No, I've already done it, Delisa. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I would like to dedicate it to three women. That <laughs> <laughs> he's not yet met. <laughs> Excellent. You know who you are. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Firing Blanks with Delisa Sharp under Anthony Vino. 